Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you doing? I wanted to start today by giving a shout out to Jenny Juranis. I know um, that you guys will know that name. She came on the podcast for an interview. She's based in Canada and I just think she is fab. And I've been listening to her podcast, Spirit Call, and um, it really is great to listen to. Highly recommend it, guys. So if you uh, get a chance, check it out. But I just wanted to acknowledge a few things that she's talked about recently. So since I recorded the last episode, I listened to her one uh, about her experiences at physical mediumship demonstrations. Sounds like she's had some incredible ones. So do give it a listen. Um, As I have previously said, I in no way, shape or form think that I am the authority when it comes to this stuff. Um, So I'm really glad that she can give another perspective of somebody who's absolutely mind blown by it. It's just so fun to listen to. Um, I also want to talk about her. She was talking because someone's left her a review in the way that people do very kindly, um, saying that they were bored at one of her events and... 
Again, I was struck by the timing of me listening to this over the weekend after I recorded the the previous podcast that I recorded, episode 36, because she was saying that she always starts her demonstrations, and this may well be something I pinch, by saying you need to be here if you are able to wish for somebody else to get a message. That should be your wish. That should be the energy that you bring. Now, I accept, and I'm sure Jenny does, that that is a big ask if you've gone to a demonstration. But it is actually about being happy for other people. And I have noticed in some of the Dems that I have done, I too have had people that have obviously been very bored. I have also had people... I don't know if you've ever done like a charity event or anything like that. But when you do a a raffle or anything like that, if there's a table that keeps winning, there's kind of a, I mean, a bit of a jokey that happens um, when people are up getting their fourth prize. And, And you get that. Sometimes in demonstrations, there is a very faint murmur like that as soon as people start realizing it's not for them. As soon as you start working with spirit and people know it's not for them, you can hear that kind of mm, noise sometimes. And it is really difficult. I get it. You know, I have sat through some mind numbingly boring demonstrations and not had messages. Um, and as I think you guys know, I have never received a message from one of my loved ones at a platform dem. And I've seen a lot of them. Um, so I get that I get the kind of oh my god it might be for me oh it's not for me feeling oh oh, it's not I understand that that's a hard energy to sit in but if you can't hold space for other people it doesn't provide a great energy for you to be able to be that key to be able to receive a message from the next spirit that steps forward or next time So I just wanted to touch on that and do check it out. It's a really good podcast. Very enjoyable. Hmm. So I wanted to uh, deep dive today into, I hate that expression, deep dive. Why did I just say that? Think outside the box. Deep dive. (laughs) Um, But I did want to deep dive today into um, what, what we think is life what do we think it is that we are doing here now I know I've touched on this previously but I wanted to dedicate um, an entire episode to just talking to you guys about where I currently at this moment at this time 20th of November 23 is when I'm recording this think about the soul's journey on life on on earth why we come here so I believe that souls want to learn and experience I believe that we come here to have experiences good and bad I don't particularly believe in karma and I'll talk about that some more in a minute Um, in all circumstances I don't think it's as easily thrown around as people make out but maybe I'm going to have to do another thousand incarnations 
to make up for the fact that I keep questioning things that I should just accept with faith. Who knows? Who knows? But for me, I think we come here for a multitude of reasons. And I will talk about those. So we come here, we come to experience, we come to learn, we come to experience overcoming, and we come to be an energy for other people's growth too, in whatever way, shape or form that can be. And I believe that we incarnate here many times, here on earth, but also in other dimensions. I personally do not think that this is it. I think there's other stuff too. I believe that we incarnate in different places in this world and in different genders. Which makes this whole God gave you a body thing really just pointless. I have no doubt that I have incarnated as a man. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if my soul had incarnated more male than female, purely because I have such masculine traits, you know. Um, I want to pull it all apart and break it and smash it. I want to know how it works. I like it. I mean, I have a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions, um, but I can also be sometimes a little cold with emotions and stuff like that. Um, I'm very you know, business orientated, stuff like that. That typically when we look at the traditional views, which I'm not entirely sure I believe fully, but masculine and feminine energies, I'm definitely more of a masculine than a feminine for whatever reason. As long as it doesn't start showing as facial hair. I'm all good with that. So that is my my journey, my experience. Yours might be different. Your understanding might be different. And as I've said before, I do not believe that spirit experience time the same way we do. So when we're talking about incarnating from your soul's perspective, I believe your soul is experiencing all lives at once. Although for them, there is some sort of um, progression I don't know how progression works when you are outside of time. I can't quite get my head around the thought of that because you are everything that ever was and everything that ever will be. So how can you be progressing? But I'm sure there's something that my pea brain humanness can't cope with. And I believe we come here and there are certain aspects of our lives that are predestined. And there are certain aspects of our lives that we create as we go along it. And that is where the free will and choice comes in versus destiny, for want of a better expression. And I believe in the spirit world, we have a soul group, a team, a family bigger than we can comprehend. And that family makes up souls that agree to incarnate with us and that we agree to incarnate with and souls that agree to stay over the other side for our lifetime, even though there's no time, and guide us and help us. And they become our guides and teachers. And I do have this vision when I ask Spirit to show it to me. And obviously, it's through my mind and my knowing and my understanding, but of Spirit sort of all round a table. And, and it's almost like, okay, for this lifetime, I want to overcome. Uh, 
crippling anxiety and self-doubt and spirit go oh lovely and then you say okay so I'm gonna need someone to crush my dreams when I'm five and a spirit says I'll do that <laughs> and then another you know I need someone to be the teacher that hates me no matter how hard I try to be liked I'll do that and I need to be um the parent that is unable to show unconditional love. Oh, me, me, me. I'm really good at that. Can I do that? And so a lot of the things that from our human perspective seem like bad things, I believe are spiritual things. And they are here to give us the experience of overcoming them. I honestly believe that's what, what we're here for because Otherwise, why would we incarnate? In spirit, you have no needs. Everything is an utter state of perfection always. You are healed. You are whole. You are unlimited. You are with everybody you've ever loved. For spirit, there is no separation. The separation is the human construct. Um, you, yeah, you can do what, whatever you want. Why would you incarnate? I think there is part of us that craves the overcoming through the darkness, the experience, the contrast. And spirit keeps showing it to me. You know how I didn't drink for four months. And now when I'm drinking red wine, and I'm still being very, very careful, but it is so delicious. It is so so delicious it tastes better than it ever did because I'm appreciating it so much more because of time without it and actually is that not what this experience is about when we go back home to the spirit world we will appreciate unconditional love so much more because we have lived in a place where love is conditional and not unconditional, where there are people who are unable to give love at all, where we have an ego that makes us greedy and needy and selfish, even if we're a really good person. I don't know, make up your own mind, but that is my thoughts. So we agree to leave the spirit world, or we want to. I don't think it's an agreement even. I think it's a want. We want to leave. We want to evolve. We want to experience. We want to know. And we come here. And I'm not 100% sure, because how could you prove it? Again, I'm going to take you back to my opinions, not facts, as I said before. Um, I'm only offering you my opinion right now. Make your own. But I do think that there might be moments very much like sliding doors. Thank you, Gwynny, where there are big moments where you make choices and your soul, like a, an amoeba splitting, <laughs> splits into two. Do amoebas split? You know, on microscopes when you see a bacteria grow. That's what I mean. It splits and then your soul gets to experience the outcome of both choices. I don't believe that that happens in Minutai. I don't believe if you were holding a Twix or a Kit Kat earlier today and you went, oh, I'll go for the Twix. And then you ate it and think, oh, I wish that I had the Kit Kat, that your soul is somewhere, you know, split once again because of what you'd chosen to eat. I don't believe it's that. But there are definitely moments in our lives that we can reflect back on 
where you can see everything changed on the basis of that one decision. And I don't believe in a spirit world where anything is wasted. So I think, and it's only a thought, that you get to experience both aspects. You get to experience it all. And the same for other people's decisions that impact your life, that are out of your hands, you, your soul will experience both paths. So it splits and then it splits and it splits and it splits. And in some of those incarnations, you, you have already died physical death for whatever reason. And that part of you is already back in the timeless spirit world. And that's, I do kind of believe that's what happens. And I think that's why sometimes we get those really strong feelings of deja vu. Because the part of us that is connected to the spirit world, that is part of the spirit world, that is always in that energy, recognises it. And that's what brings about that feeling. Not always. Sometimes you've just dreamt it because you're all a bit psychic. But sometimes I think it is that kind of clicking in of stuff. And I kind of love to think about that. I love to think about all the different versions of me in all the different timelines, making all the different decisions. There's kind of a safety in it because you never make the wrong choice because whatever choice you make, the alternate choice is also made. So your soul is experiencing both. It's not the same as sort of, well, now you, you go back and they say, well... Because you had that tuna melt on a Tuesday, the 26th of September 1997, you messed up your whole life path, so you've got to go back and do it all again. I think you you get to do everything that would make a, a difference in your ultimate journey, you get to experience, your soul gets to experience. And I also believe that a large proportion of your soul is still residing in the spirit world, which is the higher self which we communicate with. And so I think it's rather comforting, you may disagree, but to know that your soul is actually with your loved ones that you've lost already. You are, you were never separated. The separation is part of the illusion of coming here. And I have been talking recently with spirits and probably on the potty too about whether that separation is a crucial part of it. And I think in this dimension, it is. I think there are other dimensions. I know I mentioned that the other day um, where we can see spirit exactly the same as we see each other here. And your soul undoubtedly will incarnate in that one too. But in this one, we're supposed to be slightly blinkered. And so I love it. I love treading that funny little line between evolving mediumship, but also accepting that it's supposed to be slightly limited. Part of this 
universe is the separation, the faith-based part of it, the finding of self when so disconnected from the true self. Hmm. And so I think that there are things that people do in this lifetime that are away from their paths or their true natures. And I believe that some of these these things do create karma or an energy that needs to be balanced in some way because they have moved so far away from their spirit self and their path and their journey that they act in a very disconnected from spirit way that they need to sort out, not actually for your soul, not to balance the scales to you, but to balance the scales for themselves. Um, and so I do believe that spirits may have regrets or things that they want to fix. But I think some of them, those things are predestined and agreed before we get here. And some of those things are chosen by the soul incarnate. And it's hard to tell which is which. So the other day, as I think I mentioned to you, I had a dad come through at a dem. And part of his thing was that he wanted to apologise to his son for missing his birthdays. And it was really clear to me. And I said, he missed your birthday. And he said, well, I didn't see him for 20 years. And I was like, no, it's got to be the birthdays. And the reason I knew it had to be the birthdays is because this I was seeing in my mind's eye, like this little boy who hoped because it was his birthday, his dad would show up. And his dad was blissfully unaware of that when here in the physical but was aware of it as soon as he returned to the non-physical and he could see the outcomes of his choices. And he came through to say sorry for that. And I think that too must have been pre-agreed, that he would go and, and leave and have no contact and break his son's heart and then have to come through a medium to apologise for that. There's something that the sitter's soul required from being rejected from his father, but also being accepted from his father in the same lifetime from the spirit world, I believe. And I could be wrong, but it's interesting to think about, I think. So that is kind of the overall feeling that I get at this time about why we're here and you know I think it's very important that life is finite that we have an amount of time it to a soul that has endless foreverness and only now it is such a crucial part of the experience to have that ticking of the clock knowing that at some point this mortal coil will be shuffled off and you need to do it again. So I guess, unsurprisingly, if you... Cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listen to this podcast regularly. The first thing I want to ask you is... What do you think the purpose of being here is? And do you believe that the earth is evolving? Or do you believe that it's supposed to be dark? Do you believe that it's supposed to have that contrast? And do you believe that spirit wants to prove their existence? And do they want to prove their existence for everyone? And I guess this ties in again with that physical mediumship stuff for me. If they can do what people claim they can do, which I have no doubt that they can, (laughs) but then why aren't they doing it for everybody? Because if spirit could apparate, they could just appear to everyone and then everybody would know and that would solve the problem, wouldn't it? No one would ever call me fraudulent or any horrible names ever again because they would know what I know. So is it a life path thing? Like on this path, you know, in this lifetime, you will be able to believe and communicate in this life path. You will be a cynic to provide contrast to me, perhaps. What do we think it's all for? And I accept that I'm incredibly limited in my understanding because I am a giant flesh suit. <laughs> I'm, I'm disconnected. I believe spirit. No everything everything that ever has been everything that ever will be so your soul chose to incarnate at this time with the people in your life who are in your life except for the exceptions obviously but generally speaking we we definitely choose who our parents are going to be we choose who our siblings are going to be who our family is going to be we choose who's going to be our friends the ones that come and and stay the ones that come and go uh we choose who we're going to have these big life experiences with and it's all like a giant web of interwoven connectedness and different people playing different parts some of us chose to come here and experience an incarnation with I believe, uh, an illness or a physical problem for our soul's growth. It doesn't make it easier to know that. But I, I honestly believe that. I believe that there are certain things we can heal and certain things that we can't. And I know I've spoken about that before. So we're here and we're in this space. And I'm... Spirit always show it to me the same way, which is like we're wearing a virtual reality headset. And when that headset comes off, when our physical body dies, we just take off the headset and we are back reunited in the spirit world. So I still maintain 
that in the spirit world, I don't think that there is anything to be afraid of. But I do believe in energy. And I do think that you should be wary of other humans and their vibes and their intentions and the energies that are being created. I mean, energy undoubtedly is, you know, is real. If you've ever experienced any, anyone who's been on the planet for the last three months must be able to believe that energy is real. Just what we went through, that exper- that those experiences we're having, that we're still having, the collective heartbreak of so many people suffering and struggling. And you have to build up a wall because you can't sit in it all the time because it would just be too painful, too debilitating. But it's there, isn't it? It's part of the contrasting experience. It's part of the life journeys. And I do believe personally that we plop in and out of incarnations at different time points. So in this lifetime, I've chosen to be here from 1980 to whenever I end up. Um, Next time I incarnate here, I might be a Victorian schoolboy. I might be a, yeah, who dies of consumption, aged only seven and terribly poorly, papa. And then I might be a cave person and then I might be a fish. Who knows? But I don't believe that it follows our idea of time, which is where for me all this kind of evolution of the planet to make it a better place makes sense, but also doesn't make sense. Because from soul's point of views, We've incarnated exactly the point we chose to. And I do really believe that. I might not always like it, but I certainly believe it. So I don't believe there's anything bad in the spirit world, but I do believe people are bad and I do believe that energy leaves the vibration. And... I do believe that people can be haunted, but I don't believe that they are haunted by bad spirits. I believe that they are haunted by energy that has been left behind or negative energy that has been propagated. And I think we all experience that to a certain extent when, for example, if you watch a horror movie, my sister was telling me about watching a horror movie And then uh, she went upstairs and she turned on the bathroom light and it blew. And she absolutely bricked it because she'd been watching a horror movie. And the reason why she told me that is because the light blew here and she went, oh, look, I'm not afraid of that. But I was afraid when this happened the other day. So we are... We are great creators of frequency and I do believe, as I've said, that we create our own reality to a certain extent. There are crossover points, but generally speaking, I'm experiencing my reality here, you're experiencing yours. And so if you are in a space where you believe that there are things to be afraid of, you will be afraid. And this is where it all gets down, I think, you know, what about kids that can see spirits? People keep asking me about that and my Dems. And I absolutely do believe that children 
have a much stronger and more uh, physical, for a better expression, like they really do see spirits much more easily than adults do with their physical eyes. They hear spirit voices much more easily than and than adults do because as we've evolved into our humanness, we've disconnected from it so much that it's hard to return to it. I think that's what made Gordon Higginson such an amazing medium is that he was always in it. He went to a circle when he was young. He never was disconnected. So he never had to rebuild it um, in an imperfect state like the rest of us do. And I don't believe that spirit in their intelligence and all knowingness would want to haunt or, or scare children or adults. But if that is an ability that's there and then you go to look to see if it's still there as we're in the spirit world you will still see those things so it's always a hard thing spirit were talking to me about this the other day because someone was saying that they hadn't disconnected from a reading properly because every time they went is that man still there they felt him and they were showing to me showing it to me like it's like a the energy blend and once you've done that energy blend once it's like tracks in the snow you can follow the the footprints the trail that you did last time and then you follow it again and you follow it again it becomes easier and easier and because it becomes easier and easier you build that blend very quickly so it feels like the spirit is still with you when of course they are not they are still available to us because the spirit world is here. There is no separation, but they are not still with you because you haven't done your job properly. It's just if you say, can I still feel that dad? You will because you've already blended with him so you can feel his frequency. Does that make sense? And so it's exactly the same for children who can see spirit. They go, oh my God, that scary lady. Is that scary lady still there? And she's probably does look creepy but is actually just an old lady <laughs> you know this is that thing isn't it it's it's our ideas it's our imaginations it's a lack of understanding but it doesn't mean that spirit are haunting you and I do believe that that kind of thing is also predestined so it must be really horrible as a mum I know my daughter was scared of the little girl that she used to see in her bedroom when she was little. Um, but was that little girl? there was some story, I may have told you this, where my sister was babysitting and I can't remember. One of the children was downstairs with Jess and Jess could hear the other one upstairs talking and she said to them, who are you talking to? And she said... Elodie might have said Toby for example but Toby was downstairs with my sister and my sister was like oh because she could hear her talking it was really creepy so I do believe that children have that more that natural ability and depending on how they receive it in that moment of their emotional state what they know their experience of the world so far but also their soul plan because I know people that are on this journey because they started investigating it because their children were afraid of the people they could see in their room. And that got their mum into being a medium. So it's 
fascinating when you start to look at all of that different stuff. And I think my mum's got a story. I hope she doesn't mind me telling you this, but they did a Ouija board when she was at uh, uni or at college or something, I don't know. And um, it moved, the, the planchette moved by itself and spelled out somebody's name. And then they had some very freaky, creepy things happen in their flat. Uh, shelves falling down, knocks on doors, that kind of thing. And um, I honestly believe that that was because they were all brought up religiously in a fear of God, in a belief in the Bible, and they did that and they felt bad because they were doing it. They felt bad because they were doing it and they their fear and their judgment on their own behaviour created that energy. I do honestly believe that. But you also have to find your own belief system and what works for you. So protect your energy if you feel like you need to, if you feel like you want to. Do what makes you feel safe to be able to make that communication in spirit. But I think that for me is, there's a difference between a ghost and a spirit. A spirit is part of the spirit world and is part of the light and the love and ghosts are a story or perhaps a psychic energy that accumulates here I mean I have seen things I've probably I reckon I've seen with my eyes more physical phenomena from psychic energy than mediumship energy so like when, when I was doing healing work, I would see a lot of what appeared like entities and stuff in people's energy bodies, which was just the creation of my brain, of the energy of what they'd gone through that we were healing. It wasn't that they really had something in there. I remember once doing um, a session with a lady whose son had been diagnosed with schizophrenia and I could describe the lady that he could see that he believed was a ghost possession, but it was purely created by his imagination because he had been out and on drugs and they had gone to a graveyard and they had defaced an old lady's grave and he was a good boy and he knew that was a bad thing to do and in the doing of it and the not following his nature he created like an energetic wound in himself that was manifesting for him very physically maybe because of the drugs maybe not I don't know but in a very vulnerable space for him and so that became his reality and he started seeing her places, but she wasn't, she wasn't a spirit. She was his idea of that ghost being very annoyed with him for defacing their grave. I mean, think about it. I've probably talked to you guys about this before, but I didn't realise in the UK uh, a lot of our graves from a certain point in time um, are rented. They are not, it's not ownership forever it's ownership for a certain period of time and then the bodies, the remains, the remains, they're no longer bodies, it is a long period of time, 
are dug up and put in a mausoleum and labelled and named so people know who they are and recorded and then that someone else is put into the grave. And the only reason I know this is because I kept a load of documents when my grandmother died and in there was the grave details for her parents and my great uncle who's still here asked me to find out what graves his parents were buried at so that he could scatter his brother's ashes on it and I had to say to him the grave expired in 1986. I don't know if it'll still be there and then I googled it and found out it was a thing. So if we really did get haunted from digging up bodies, there'd be some people having seriously bad times. The turnover of grave diggers would be humongous. <laughs> Their houses would be full of phenomena where doors open and shut and people knock and wail through the night. So it, we know it doesn't really happen. And I do think that there is a big disconnect societally for us between death and the spirit world. It's like once people have died, we disassociate from them and we make them non-human. And I think that is just our fear. You know, you start talking about the spooky old lady that lived in your house before you. She was somebody's nan. She was a nice lady. She used to bake fairy cakes for the brownies. But because you can feel her coming in and checking in on a looking around her home or the essence of her that remains even though her spirit has gone, um, you get creeped out. Doesn't mean it's anything to be afraid of. And I do think in desperation sometimes, spirit will try and let you know that something's going on that isn't right. So you will get some phenomena because they're trying to communicate with you in whatever way you can. they can. Like the lady... The lady having those lights flashed at my dem. That wasn't for me. That was for her. She was dealing with a pinnacle moment in her life where both her parents were going to be passed. And she was very brave and put her hand up and asked that question. And spirit at that moment were able to show her that they were there. So there's always an intelligence and there's always a connection to the forever, to the eternal. And I do believe that we are... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the ascension and going to a certain point and then not needing to incarnate on earth. That sounds very much like a religious doctrine to me. Because if there's no time in the spirit world and all that there is is now, then there are no levels. Everybody is just at the top level all the time, are they not? Am I just too basic to understand these very important spiritual principles? I just think we've humanised a lot of stuff. It's not like going through levels and then getting a badge and retiring. And they go, you don't need to come to earth anymore. I think there's part of a soul that wants to experience, that wants to learn, that wants to grow forever. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe one day it'll be me, Jesus and Buddha... And we'll just be chilling, man. We'll be chilling. We'll be, I don't know, what would I be doing? Sunbathing in the spirit world, travelling down an iridescent tunnel of light, looking at colours and sounds beyond my human senses 
and saying, thank goodness I don't need to go back there anymore or to any dimension. But I don't know. I just get the feeling that even though it's really freaking tough here and it sucks a lot of the time, that's what our souls wanted. <laughs> great choices, great choices all around. So that's what I think the soul's journey is about, but I would love your take on it. Um, so I'm going to do a soul's journey part two, assuming that some of you message me and let me know what you think um, a soul's journey is and why you think you chose to come here with the players in your life the way that you did. And do you believe that everybody that is here is an individual soul having an experience? Do you believe that some of the people here are still working with spirit, but more of a sort of backing vocals part to provide different energies that we need for our evolution overall? Surely there can't be that many Trump supporters. I don't know, maybe they are. Who am I to say? I don't know. Oh, it's fascinating to think about. It's just fascinating. Well, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we keep sort of skirting around this, so I wanted to do a whole episode dedicated to the why, the wherefore, what's it all about. And um, let me know your thoughts. Please email me, tell me, why do you think we're here? What experiences do you have? What's your take on it? Because I really want to know. Email or drop me a voice note. And I will catch up with you all again soon. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.